What's up, Warriors? Kaylee here with a bonus episode of the Not Your Mama Pod. I have a very special guest today here to answer questions regarding being kid-free by choice. He is our very first male perspective on the show, and we couldn't be more excited and grateful for his appearance. Without any further ado, please meet Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Thank you for joining us today. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to to chat. Uh, My name is Patrick Hess. I am the planetarium manager at Union Station, so I spend a lot of my days looking at stars, uh, and I'm excited to talk about this. This is a topic I'm uh, kind of passionate about. So No, we appreciate it. So, so let's just jump into the nitty-gritty. My first question for you is, why don't you want children? Um, that's uh, a big question. Um, and I always like, like to preface and say that, uh, first of all, I, I love kids. I love right. working with kids. I mean, I spend eight hours of my day, pretty much every day. Big point um, of your life is to have educating kids around yeah. yeah, they're. I mean, it's important to me. And uh, so many of my closest friends are now starting to build their own families, and I think it kind of speaks to how taboo of a topic or viewpoint this is. That I always, I feel like I have to preface yeah. in some ways that, like, listen, I, I don't hate children. Exactly. You know, I, hey, preference. I don't um, hate children. I'm yeah. not Scrooge. I'm not tripping them when I see them. In fact, I, I, I think it's incredibly important to have really awesome parents out there in the, right. in the world. Um, but for me, it's just not part of my vision for my own future. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people, some people know from a very early age that they do or don't want kids. Um, yeah. But I never really, ha- like, fell into one of those categories from an early age. And then I was the type of person who just sort of found out later in their life that you don't have to have kids, actually. Right. There's sort of that epiphany moment that some people have. Um, and so since then, I just realized that that's not something that I need in my life. Um, yeah. And, you know, there are plenty of sort of gotcha answers that, that people will give reasons for why you should want kids or have kids. And I have reasons that I don't. And yeah. I never judge anybody who doesn't. No. Um, I think yeah. that's beautiful, though. You don't have to justify not wanting them. You just don't want them. And yeah. it's okay. And then you can, I mean, there's financial, there's so- social issues. There's things why, like, okay, yeah, that really doesn't fit in with my life. Yeah. But it's okay to say, kids aren't for me. I don't want yeah. to be a parent. And that's okay. Yeah, and I mean, you really, if you think about it, not wanting to have kids is a great reason to not have kids. Exactly. Who wants to be a kid who has parents that don't want them? That's the um, biggest reason. Yeah. I I think that's my not to get off on a tangent, but that's my biggest issue with some of the government restrictions on preventing parenthood. Is that how can you tell me I should do the thing I don't want to do and then force me to do it for at least eighteen years? Yeah. That that's not fair to whoever I'm bringing into this world. So yeah. I really appreciate that. You said you didn't grow up really thinking about wanting or not wanting kids. What age was that epiphany where you're like, hey, this isn't for me? It was pretty recently, just in the past five years, yeah. uh, give or take. Um, and yeah, it was just becoming an adult and, and you know making friends with people who had decided this. Some people who figured it out later in life, some people who knew it for a long time. Um, I'm really lucky that I had a really awesome childhood with amazing parents. So mm-hmm. uh, I always make sure to to emphasize that like my upbringing or how my parents were don't factor into that decision at all. Yeah. Um, In fact, if there was anything that that could possibly draw me to like wanting kids, it would be that I had a really great childhood and that my parents are great role models and my parents are a great example of how like I think it's so important to have 
great parents in the world mm-hmm. who who want to be parents. So it, it's tough because like uh, they would definitely be a factor that could push me towards that. But there are enough other things separate from that. That's very considerate of you to want to make sure you're not hurting somebody's feelings. I think there's a lot of pressure in society that you're doing wrong by your family, by your other generations, by not having kids. As a female, I feel like I'm I'm not giving my parents something they deserve. Yeah. I know I've spoken to other males that struggle with like on top of not giving them grandchildren maybe you're not passing down your family name maybe you're letting them down in other ways so it's it is something that impacts them but I feel like it's very a society selfish view to think that your decision should impact them it's your decision it's for you and your life yeah. I mean, ultimately you'd be responsible right yeah well and you bring up a good point too about about you know uh, um, sort of carrying on a family and things like that and one big reason why I've I choose not to have kids is that in my life, chosen families and, and constructed families, for yeah. lack of a better term, are incredibly important to me. Um, I have a pretty small immediate family. Uh, yeah. You know, I was close to a few grandparents growing up, but they lived pretty far away. I didn't really have any cousins that I was close to. Right. Um, and I just had one younger sister. Um, so I, I wasn't the type of person who grew up with these big family reunions and things like that and saw the value of having cousins and uh, stuff like that. Um, but I also grew up with, uh, you know, parents who had incredibly active social lives and had these these really strong relationships with other uh, parents. And, yeah. And then you know now I I am a huge extrovert and so I'm I'm the type of person who's always gathering people in game nights or going out to see a movie or getting drinks and um, just chosen families are I, I I know have just as much value as as um, as sort of default families and so. Because yeah. I, I just know that I'm going to be fulfilled in my life with my chosen family. And um, so I, you know, made decisions to kind of submit that in my life. Yes, preach. I think it's so crazy that when people hear you aren't going to have children by choice or by circumstance, that all of a sudden they take that family title away from you. Yeah. I, mean, I don't care if you're a single individual with a pet turtle. That's your family. That's your family, right? right. You're not sitting there by yourself. And if you are and it's chosen... You're still a family of one. I'm okay with it. So, yeah, that was a really great point that, that Emily made on her episode. For I, sure. I definitely echo that. Um, so you have made some choices to mm-hmm. not be a father, it's to true. not have children. So do you mind talking us through what you did and kind of how you led, got to that decision to make those choices? Yeah. this Just to throw it out there, this is the most publicly I've talked about this. So is there it? may be many people who are finding this out. Wow. Um, I Well, thank but, you for being so Yeah, kidding. yeah. No, I'm... I, I, I'm there are certain things in my life that have happened in the recent past that have made me comfortable sharing this. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so I chose to have a vasectomy. Um, it was a, a while back. Uh, I was uh, single at the time when I went through with it. Yeah. Um, so it was a decision I made completely for myself. Um, so for me, when I figured out that I didn't want to have biological children, um, it was an easy decision. Yeah. Um, you know, there was a little, little bit of time where I was thinking that adoption could be in the cards. And honestly, like, I, I'm not the type of person who's going to draw a hard and fast line about that because who knows what my future is going to hold. Or you have 10, to. 15, 20 years in the future. I know adoption is incredibly difficult and heartbreaking, and it may not be an option, so I'm okay with it. I'm not counting on that. Right. Um, nor ruling it out, so to speak, but I know... Just because you're kid-free by choice doesn't mean you can't change your mind later, right? Right, but when I knew that I was going to be biologically Mm kid-free, then it was a super easy decision because 
in this world, uh, this is something I'm sure you've talked about before, but in, the, in this world, especially in this country, um, women have so little control over their bodies and their yes, reproductive sir. choices that I just felt like it was the it was my moral responsibility to go through with this because um, the process was was extremely non-invasive, um, extremely easy to set up, which I'm sure right. we can talk about. Um, extremely cheap. It's sad how cheap it was. Yeah. I'm almost angry about how cheap it was. Um, and yeah, if if I could take my if I could, if I could take me and at the time my future partner's reproductive health into my own hands, and and potentially knock out, you know, the need for for horrible hormonal birth control that right. can really mess with the person, um, or extremely invasive surgery, then why in the world would I not? And you make this easy decision. You know? You're making that decision for you. It's not like who you ended up with was going to change your mind. You knew you didn't want to biologically be a father, and you had a way to prevent that risk. Yeah, in a way. I mean, it was both. Honestly, it was as much of a decision for myself um, as it was a decision for my future partner because That's it was awesome. it was just so 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 easy of a thing. And like I said, I'm almost angry at how easy it was. Yeah, I do want to get into some of that red tape because I we do hit very hard about how hard it is, even if you have a clinical diagnosis that leads mm-hmm. you down that path how hard it is to make that happen for a woman. Uh, But before I get to that, if you're comfortable answering, I do have curiosity around why you haven't shared. Is there there some shame or do you feel pressured to make that public statement or is it just it's your life and it hasn't came out? Um, It's a combination of all those. Uh, You know, um, I got the procedure done a day away from one of my best friends having their first child. Oh, wow. Uh, so when I set that up and the, the timing kind of worked out like that, it just, it just the timing wasn't right to share that with my closest right. friends <laughs> um, because it was complicated, you know, emotionally. And, uh, but anyway, uh, and then I, I was really afraid of sharing this with some of my family members right. because of what it means societally, but also what it means for them. And, and it's tough, like I've said, and I'll reiterate, it, this decision has nothing to do with my family or how I was raised, um, but uh, I it's know gonna impact them. it's going to impact them, and, it, and it's hard, and it has been hard, and I have shared that with them um, recently, and um, it's something that we're working through, uh, but um, it's tough. You know, my decision is going to impact other people. At the end of the day, it is my decision, uh, yeah. but I still acknowledge that you know, there's a, a grieving period yep. that is going to come um, for anybody, whether this is something that, you know, they find out a family member has done or whether they find out it's something that has happened to them not of their own choice, right. you know, that like those stages of grief are real. Um, so working through that, but in terms of like sharing this with the world, the wider world and some of my close friends who don't even know this is the first time I've been open about this. I have been yeah. open about my... On my my feelings about having kids and kind of my struggles since in, that did come up in past relationships right. as a point of contention. So they they're aware that this is something that I've been going through. But um, but yeah, I I made that that sort of final decision. <laughs> I uh, I appreciate you sharing that, especially from my background. I've dealt with so many, and obviously I'm again child or childless by circumstance. I hope to be child free by circumstance. I hope to embrace it. I'm working mm. towards embracing it. Um, it is an extremely hard process to go through to make that decision, to talk about it, mm-hmm. on top of you choosing to change your physical, to change a mental, mourning whatever loss you have. Or, yeah. You know, I mean, even if you make the choice, you still have to mourn that decision, right? And so it's a lot there, and people just are so crude of going, 
why would you do that? Right. Right? I don't understand it. Why would you make that choice? And you're like, it's really not time for you. Yeah, when there are so many other factors that could have gone into it, too. You know? Yeah, but, I mean, I I hear you. And, and, uh, again, a big reason why I made this decision was because I know it's so much worse for women. And there's the kind of stigma that's against them. I mean, you know, well, we could get into the weeds with talking about just children in general, but... um, if, for men, there's just so much. Our society just gives them so much more uh, leeway to just do whatever they want. Or oh, well, you you know, like uh, he, he could have kids when he's sixty, whatever right. doesn't matter, you know. Whereas women, from the time this... you can reproduce, don't get a girl pregnant, right? Right. right. I, I. Yeah. So that's that's. I couldn't the... applaud you enough of your opinions on that. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, that that was the the biggest reason why I went through that because I just, you know, the the, it felt like a very small. Um, gesture or action I can make that I think could make a big difference in a woman's life in the future. I think it, I'm hoping it panned out. <laughs> I think it will. Uh, so let's talk about that red tape a little bit. I know a lot of people are educated enough to know that the procedure is very much outpatient, you're fine, but yeah. did you run into medical red tape, insurance red tape? Like, was it difficult? You, you've already said no, but like, how easy was it for you? It's hilarious and sad how easy it was. So I started, there are um, child-free and childless communities online. Yep. You may have talked about this or seen on Reddit. Um, there are a lot of communities. And one of the communities has uh, a, a list of places all in the North America of doctors who um, are uh, uh, supportive, I guess, of these decisions for both men and women. Yeah. So anybody out there who's thinking about this, a man or a woman, I encourage you to check out these uh, I'll link it in our show notes. Yeah, because they have a whole document, and so I looked at that document. I found in the Kansas City area a doctor who was, um, you know, supportive of this for young people. There are testimonials. People will say, "Oh, I went to this doctor, and they they approved my um, hysterectomy or my bicep with like no questions or whatever." And just having that yeah. online community is is huge. So I I use that to find a person. I um, this was pre COVID, which I slid in right <laughs> under that because it was months before oh, wow. um, the lockdowns, but. Um, so, you know, I, I scheduled an appointment, and there was a consultation with a, a male doctor, um, and he asked me a few questions, um, and I gave him, you know, my answers, which I had prepared ahead of time, because yeah. these communities also give you plenty of scripts to kind of go through, and this is mostly for women who right. come up with much more resistance than I did, I'm sure. Um, but so there were some questions. Um, I had to read some paperwork online and sign a form acknowledging that this could be a permanent procedure, which I consider it to be, either, you know, um, and uh, and then scheduled the appointment. And uh, I initially, it wasn't going to be covered under my insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about $800 out of pocket. And about six months afterwards, I got a check in the mail for my insurance for $700. Apparently, it was covered. So the whole procedure cost me like $100. That's absolutely yes. It's insane, right? Like, right? It's in a weird yeah. way, though, like... I'm not jealous. I am super happy that that option is working correctly for the male population. I kind of look at it as that is what the ideal should be, yeah. and women need to catch up. Right, it's right. not like you get this opportunity. It should be harder for them. It should, should come be on now. Everybody. If yeah. I'm telling you I don't want that child, like let me make that choice. Yeah. Uh, for the audience, I did do a little research. The only qualifications in the U.S. to get a vasectomy without a sign-off or a medical referral is mm-hmm. that you have to be 18. If it's a federally funded facility, you have to be 21. Interesting. Other yeah. than that, no medical referral needed, even at, under as a minor, mm-hmm. even under 18, if you have any physician that will sign a referral that says there's a clinical need for it, 
um, you still get it. Gosh. A woman in her 30s, in her 40s, mm-hmm. um, until you hit that menopausal rate, you're usually going to have to get medical referral. You get insurance referral. You usually have to go to a psychiatrist to make sure you're not going to make the wrong choice. It's pretty interesting. With having a chronic illness, even if I want to go there, I have to go through medical red tape to get a hysterectomy yeah. as an infertile individual. I've seen it's so many people crazy. talk about that on the, on the subreddit communities, too. It's, yeah. It, yeah, for even... Outside of the child's decision, like when it's a medical necessity. Yeah. Well, but you could change your mind. But the crazy thing is if I'm under anesthesia and something goes medically wrong, they can make that decision for me. (laughs) Just, you know, welcome to the U.S. medical system. We have a lot of issues with it. (laughs) So going back to maybe not the process of getting a vasectomy, Mm -hmm. but uh, choosing that either before you, you, when you knew you didn't want kids or post that decision. Has that impacted personal relationships? Do you ever feel judgment in society or in the workplace for not wanting to have kids? It's not really come out in the workplace that much. You know, I, I work with kids, and I, I've talked to, confided in some of my coworkers that, like, am less interested in that for my own personal life. Yeah. I will say I'm in a, I'm in a profession and industry where it would be incredibly hard to have a family. Um, but yeah. that's that's a commentary on the education system. Right, and, um, and the hours. Working in nonprofits, so, right. which I don't begrudge. You know, <laughs> my organization for that is just, it's, it's, it was, it is, it's it tough. Yeah. yeah, it is what it is. Um, dating, both easier and harder. Right. Easier in that when I made that decision and there was that, like, that hard stop, that, that for lack of a better term, period, yeah. at the end of that <laughs> sentence, um, it became easier because, well, then the, the filters were easy to set up on my online dating profiles and all yeah. that, you know? Um, but it, in some ways, it became harder because uh, in the online world, it's for people who don't want kids. I think there, it still, it still feels. I mean, there's still a stigma against, right? You know, claiming that about yourself. And in online dating, I know that there are a lot of um, men and women who are afraid to put something like that on their profile because it'll, it'll affect their matches and, and all of that. Which is ironic because why would you want to match with somebody who could possibly right. have that? Very uncompromisable deal breaker. You right. Know? But you are um, narrowing the pool and you're being very yes, transparent with yeah. what you want. I love your mindset to that. Like, hey, I don't want you in my pool if we're not going right. to see eye to eye. But I'm sure it has been a difficult thing to get through to meet the right person, mm-hmm. to be able to be compatible with somebody. Because that's, that's, that's probably the number one decision in somebody's life. Yeah. Can you be my partner because you're going to have kids? On the childless side, not really a factor, right? It's yeah. like, hey, can't have a kid now. This is where we're at, right? Yeah, prior to, to, to talking to you on here um, or in, and being invited to this podcast, you know, I did, um, I was ignorant about that. And, yeah. and well, my perspective was that like, oh, well, if somebody can't have kids, then adoption is always an option. But then, you yeah. know, learning more about you and listening to you talk about your experience with that, like, I'm, I'm very thankful to be educated now because yeah. that is... I mean, now I'll check myself. That's not something to just throw around, right. throw around lightly. Well, I struggled with saying I don't want to pay for a baby my whole life because ultimately my end goal was to have a child. And now I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want 30, 40 grand of my money to go to adopting a baby. Yeah. I've tried the less financially strainful options. They didn't work out for me. It's okay. It doesn't have to be it. Um, we've worked through the idea of surrogacy and yeah. – the idea of like letting somebody else carry that baby and it's okay to say like this is not an option for you not to mention clomed ivf um my next step would be a breast cancer medication yeah. that sounds cool for my body yeah. with a medicated menopause you know what i mean so right. there, you just got to decide for you it's all individual yeah um yeah maybe we have a little bit more of like clarifying because people don't understand the concept if you want to be a parent you can't mm-hmm. 
But the judgment, I feel like, just saying you don't want to be a parent and people looking at you. I get the, oh, poor you. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you get the, what's wrong with you. And either way, it's terrible that our society is that way. I, yeah. I just can't. That's why I focus so much on this area. Like, let's educate each other because <laughs> it's a also, spectrum. Also, just talk about it, too, because I think, I think people more and more are heading in that direction. And, you know, I'm not going to even touch on anything political, but I just know that uh, all types of people these days are thinking more closely about what it means to, you know, bring life into this world and, yeah. and not just in this country, but in the world in general. And I think it's, I, again, I respect people's who make that decision. It's not right for me, but obviously if I find out my best friend's expecting their second, like, I'm going to be so jazzed about that. Right. I am. And, and like, I can't wait to, you know, be Uncle Patrick someday. Yeah. And like that's, um, but I know that there are more and more people out there these days. So just talking about, it, I hope makes people more comfortable with it. And like in the yeah. dating world, you know, I, I, I um, it's so funny cause I'll talk to, you know, women who, um, are child free in one way or the other or childless. Um, and they'll say, Oh my God, it's impossible to find any men out there. And then yeah. I'll, you know, men or like myself or people, other men I talk to who are childless, child free by choice. Um, say the same thing. Oh, there are no women out there. And it's yeah. like, they're. We're there. It's just hard to, it's hard to hit the connection. Well, and I think it's such a hard to talk about subject that people just assume you're on the other end. You have shame. You don't want to bring up the conversation. Yeah. It's not a conversation that people are having Friday night at the bar. You know what I mean? So it's hard to right. really feel even comfortable to approach it. I gave Emily huge kudos. I'll give you huge kudos. I think it's awesome that there is a transparency knowing you guys as individuals that like this is who I am especially when you're talking about the way you go about online dating. It was out there. Like, it shouldn't yeah. be something you hide. It shouldn't be something that's shameful. No. It's a great part of it. And honestly, I, I will speak for her a little bit because she's told me this, but my, my girlfriend, Emily, who's yeah, featured like, recently hey on the guys, podcast. Emily and Patrick are together. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, uh, you know, on our first date, this topic got brought up. And I, it's kind of crazy because for people who do want kids, I mean, one of my closest friends who's out there in the dating world, they're the opposite of me where they really want kids and are struggling finding a person who fought, who fits their their future kid lifestyle yeah um, uh, but you know that's something like oh you got to wait a couple days before you bring that up because no. it's so intense to talk about like your future plan well for emily and me are uh, it was it, i threw out on our first date i on my online profile i just said i didn't want kids but i didn't specify that i yeah. had a vasectomy and when i brought that up um i think i can speak for her in saying that that was that was uh definitely a, a uh, Checkbox. A, a, a green flag <laughs> on that tape for her. You know um, what? I uh, I think I referenced in the last episode, me and Emily worked together. When I was interviewing her to add her onto my team, I swear it was either the first interview or the first off-campus conversation where Emily was like, yeah, I don't want kids. And I was like, you know what? I love that, you, like, it's just like, hey, I'm Emily. I'm awesome. And also, I'm not going to be a mom. And I was like, I love that. I know. Appreciate Honestly, I'm, I'm so impressed and inspired by her confidence in yeah. that. And, like, and, you know, it, her relationships with her family members is, is just as strong. And I think she had kind of inspired me to share that with my family so awesome. sooner rather than later. Um, so, yeah, I, I admire that that's something that she she so candid is, about. is candid about so, so comfortably and yeah. boldly, you know. Yeah. So how does it feel from a male perspective when, and, and if you say your friends are starting to have kids, so maybe you haven't even experienced it, but do you feel difficulties having friends with children as a male or is it just like, doesn't really change your hang time, doesn't really impact you? That's a good question. Um, you know, at first, that was kind of part of what factored into my decision at, like, when it, I was first starting to think about this, because mm -hmm. um, I, I was worried, like, oh, my gosh, some of my friends are having kids, and uh, the very small handful that did have kids at that time, this was, um, 
like I said, around uh, over the past five years, um, I hadn't seen as much of them. And so I, I was nervous about that. And I was worried that like, oh, well, maybe one of the reasons I don't want kids is because it would affect my relationships with friends. Um, now I can actually factor that out of my decision. Yeah. Um, that actually is not true. Uh, and my two of my closest friends who uh, had their first and are expecting their second, um, I see them every week. And uh, and it's just the same. And now that, you know, they're... they're their first kid is part of the group and yeah. and honestly like like getting to be a part of like his life so far has been so enriching and yeah and um do you I still really get lucky. like one-on-one adult hang time yeah absolutely yeah. i mean the thing about kids uh, you know just to like kind of be my own devil's advocate is they they do go to bed at a certain time <laughs> you know and then you just stay up late and can hang out and um it, it just changed some things you know yeah. uh, it um uh I used to be the one who kind of hosted a lot of our like like weekly trash TV show watching parties. And now you go um, to them. And now we just go to their house because yeah. you know what they've got a better house and a cooler game room and, and theater that makes room sense. and it's just you know as you grow up things kind of evolve and change and so to anybody listening who is like questioning, uh, I would say that that doesn't have to be a factor like yeah. that it, with the right friends who make that effort to keep those connections that doesn't need to to you know, be something that makes you nervous about having kids. I think that's really interesting. I, I will say, even from my own dialogue, I feel like, I don't, know, I don't know if it's a gender thing. I don't know if it's a the humans you choose thing. I don't know what it is. I do feel like, at times, that's a struggle for females. Absolutely. I think our lives, our interests just change. And I think that probably has some sidey pressures, right? Women are expect to live for and all about their children. Mm-hmm. And so a mom, like, that is their world, and that is awesome. But as a kid list free adult um i don't want to talk about bottles i don't want to right. sit there and do play dates i love your children there's times where i hang out with your children but like my dinner time does not revolve around their 6 p.m bedtime <laughs> so it, it has been a struggle i found myself as a 30 year old with no kids gravitating to women with no kids or mm. kid free um, and a lot of my relationships with my friends who are mothers unless they are something i consider family do kind of start fading mm. away now difficulties Going out to dinner is hard. Uh, Having to travel to you every time because you have a kid is hard, especially if it's long distance. Um, And then obviously when you're mourning, the last thing you want to do is go to another baby shower, right? So there's some emotional baggage there as I am kidless and not kid-free. But even my kid-free friends, they they at a point tend to at least subsidize some of their hangout time with people without Mm -hmm. kids to make sure they can still hang out. Now, again, society doesn't always make fathers be the most active parent if they do, don't desire to. And so maybe that ain't got time. You know, I mean, that's the women are the thing, children, honestly. men out back, so to say, yeah. right? Well, and that's the thing. I think one of the main reasons why, you know, my friends who, who you know, have the kid and are expecting their second are, are like, still so close is that they're very much a team. That, yeah. That it's, 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 it's 50-50 or 60-60. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's that's a huge thing. And, um, I'm you know, I, I'm lucky that that I, I – Confident in saying that wouldn't factor into me, but or into my relationship if I ever if yeah. I had gone down that road. But That's awesome. um, it, it stinks, and you know, honestly, I've also had friends who, like, were in like a really sort of equal and egalitarian couple prior yeah. to having kids, and then just just because of the way people are raised and what they're used to, sometimes even the nicest dad who's who's so supportive of their wife. Uh, will still just kind of not participate just because, well, that's what they're used to. That's and what that's they what chose the, for their family dynamic. Maybe yeah. what their parents showed them or things like that. So, One more questions for yeah. you. First one, 
I think a thing that women usually either have to redefine or fight against society's view is when it comes to being a parent and their purpose or their worth mm, in life. Yeah. So have you ever felt like not having a kid or being a parent was part of your purpose? Have you ever fight against that? Um, the few people I've talked to that are male, usually just like it's a non-factor for me. I'm worth it. But mm-hmm. I'm interested to know your viewpoint, especially you deciding later in life to be yeah. kid-free. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of one of my... Uh, I, I, I feel decently strongly about that as like a reason to have, well, that a lot of people have kids of like needing to fulfill some sort of purpose. Yeah. Um, I think it, that's kind of selfish. I'm going to go on a limb, you know. Yeah. Um, and and also the argument of like, well, who will take care of you when you're old? Me. Yeah. And also, as I'm sad to say, go to a nursing home and talk to the residents there and see how often they see some of their children. It doesn't. Creating life does not guarantee. That they'll take care of you. And also, like, that's a pretty terrible reason to have a kid, if, just so they'll take care of you when you get old. You know? <laughs> I laughed so hard. This came up in my office the other day, and I go, first off, all that money you're spending on your kids, that goes to Bingo. my future. Second off, I'm going to have a motorized moped. It's going to have spinners, and I'm going to have pee oh, care. Yeah. Get out of here. Oh, I don't yeah. need your child. <laughs> my brain is going to be plugged into the v- virtual reality internet in 60 years. I, I'll like, be in trust space. Trust me, I got know? this. I'm going to be 16 <laughs> somewhere. You're good. Right, right. No, I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, no, in terms of like a meaning of life, uh, I learned what the meaning of life is. I'm going yeah. to let you all in on the secret. The meaning of life is to be happy. Yep. And uh, guess what? You get to choose what makes you happy. And um, I just realized that there are so many things in this world that make me happy right now that are going to make me happy in the future. And having my own kid doesn't need to be one of them. Yeah. And and you know what? There are people out there who that is one of the things that factors into their the meaning of their life to be happy. And, and I fully support them. And I'm so I'm so on board with that. And like I said, this world desperately needs more people who want to be parents. Yeah. I think a lot of the problems we have in this world are because they don't want there to. are parents out there who don't want to be parents. Are so, forced to. Yeah, by me, by being more open about that, there there are so many walks of life you can have um, that don't have to involve following a life script, whatever that is. Whether it's having kids, I think the better off the world will be. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, and just I agree. you got to be happy, and you know, one thing that I've that the the main thing that I've wanted in my relationships above above all else is to you know, find my person, find, yeah. you know, my partner in life, and, and like, that is way above, you know, any, any, any of my other goals, and I think I'm pretty well on my way to satisfying that goal. That's awesome. Um, so, that's really the, yeah. The I like thing. it. That's the secret. Be happy. <laughs> so, last question. If I had to say, what is your favorite thing, or the thing you could choose, that you're looking forward to doing the most? As a kid-free adult, what is it? Mm, that's a good question. It could be anything from naps to travel to whatever, <laughs> right? What's that thing that you get to do because you're not a parent that you love? Yeah, you know, tra- I don't know. I it, It's weird because I feel like my answer is kind of like just getting to getting to be a part of my my friends and family's lives as they, you know, as they kind of find their yeah. their meaning of life. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a person who just gets a lot of happiness by helping other people find happiness and so I the thing I'm most excited about is I'm you know buying a condo in the near future and um, having more space to to you know gather people I you know hopefully get to be the host again and yeah. you know, bring my friends and their kids and have host more game nights and movie Enjoying nights life. and um, you know live downtown as things are starting to open back up and the, you know, yeah. the world real 
reawakens from whatever happened the past couple of years um, and just, you know, be with my person and just be happy. I mean, be it's, happy. It's, I love it. it's no. simple and stupid, but the you know, funny thing I think is, it's is a good we goal. overcomplicate everything in life. Yeah, that the yeah. simple answers to just be happy and be content is so overlooked. So it's a refreshing breath of air to say that out loud. Yeah, thanks. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you coming on. It's been great. If we have questions, I will throw them to you. So Absolutely. You can answer them. Um, yeah, and, and anybody, any listeners, listeners out there who have questions about the, the vasectomy process and want to, you know, DM me or whatever, I'll tell you how it was. Yeah. It was super easy and painless. Well, um, well so much. It was a pleasure. Oh, it was really an honor to be on here. This is a, a topic I'm passionate about, and I, I think that, um, you know, that so much of this discussion belongs to women because this is their reproductive health but i think there's a lot more that men could do yeah and so i encourage all men out there to whether you're child free childless by choice or by circumstance or not just about yeah. your decisions and either way it'd be a good partner and um, the world would be a better place psa point proven mic drop